Welcome to the Duluth Rundown interview section. Uh, We are just about to get going with our next interview, but first, a message from our sponsor, Austin Jaro Sports. Austin Jaro is where you want to go to get anything running related from gear to shoes to food and, of course, great advice uh, from all the people that work up there. So uh, check out Austin Jaro at 1025 West Central Entrance here in Duluth, Minnesota. Thanks, Austin Jaro. Okay, and now we are joined with our interview guest here in the interview portion of the podcast. Um, We're joined with uh, Tom Cedarquist. Tom, thank you for joining us. Hey, yeah, thanks for inviting me. Yeah. Um, Gosh, we tried to do this, what, six months ago, maybe four or five months ago? (laughs) It was a while ago, and like just schedules were not working out. Busy, busy, busy. Yeah, yeah. All fun stuff, but... We're all busy. Everybody's really, really busy. But man, you are crazy. You're a busy dude, man. You are traveling all over the place. And I'm not like trying to blame or anything like that. It was just that's how life goes. But man, I was like, oh, let's do it this time. No, nope, I'm going to be in Montana or, you know, or whatever. It was like, oh, okay. But we, we figured it out, you know, just waited since we all live here. I knew eventually we'd, we'd be able to get it done. So, and here we are. So this would be great. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, glad I could join. So let's, let's start from the beginning. When did you start running? Well, introduce yourself a little bit. Maybe kind of talk about that. When you started running, where did you grow up? All that kind of stuff. Yeah, so um, I I was born in Minneapolis, but my family quickly moved to Fargo area, Moorhead, actually, um, up in the Northland. And I guess I've been doing, I've been doing sports pretty much since before I can remember, my parents are really into running, obviously, but other stuff too. My mom was a big like downhill skier. So I learned how to like, I was on skis, but like literally I was three, two and a half, three years old. And, um, you know, she was bringing me out on runs, pushing me around on the, you know, the old eighties, like buggy that's probably, you know, deemed unsafe <laughs> now at this point for kids or whatever. But, um, so yeah, I, and, uh, I got into like, competitively running as early as I could my mom coached the junior high Mm -hmm. so she let me uh you know jump on the team and kind of run with them and stuff in sixth grade Mm -hmm. um so I and I'm one of those kind of weird guys that I just I I really love running like I just I I mean I would I would go and you know some people oh it's so hard or it's so I just (laughs) I just fell in love with it right away and so I was out there doing that and yeah I guess that was like what is that now? Thirty years ago or something? Yeah, just wild yeah. to think, but um, been doing it ever since. Nice, <laughs> so. nice. And so then, I assume you went you went and ran at college, and and where was that? And, and yeah, yeah. So um, I ended up going to Concordia College, mm, yeah, um, in Moorhead, which which wasn't a given. I was actually like touring. Um, <laughs> it's kind of funny. So this is, this gives you a little insight into high school me. I. Uh, I, I was a really good student. I mean, I tried really hard and was, was even like 4-0, actually just one of those kind of type A yeah. guys. <laughs> You're driven. a classic cr- cross-country runner. Yeah, cross-country, <laughs> cross-country yeah, yeah. Our whole good grades. kind of like yeah, that. Exactly. You know, I was like, gosh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah. So, but, uh, but I was after, in a, in a college, I wasn't really like looking, you know, oh, can I get into, you know, Harvard or something. I was thinking, I'm going to take this opportunity mm-hmm. to bring my parents or make my parents go and tour all these colleges that are in ski towns. 
So mm-hmm. I'm off to like mm-hmm. Bozeman. Yeah. You know, I, I came and looked here and everything. Yeah. Um, but I ended up getting uh, getting an academic scholarship actually at Concordia that mm-hmm. was just way too good to, to turn down. It's a great college. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it ended up being really really awesome it, it was tough the first year because our, our team there was just not not at the level it's at even today yeah. i mean i was i was like three minutes ahead and i was not yeah. good i mean i was freshman year i was like back of the pack <laughs> my act sure. um but we had really no other you know runners on the team but then as as it you know my college career progressed i kind of hit a growth spurt and took off and the team started to too it mm. kind of you know, I'm a little bit of a hype man. Might have helped a little bit, but it was like, ah, let's go, guys, and just pretty much um, got some recruits, and you know, away we went. So it was a pretty good place to run. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. <clears throat> what are the cross country courses like out that direction? Oh man, <laughs> one thing I'm thinking about is wind. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. There's got to be wind out there. Oh, it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I I, I coach I uh, here a little bit now, assistant coach at UWS, yeah. and their schedule mm-hmm. and the places they run yeah. is so much so much nicer yeah. in my opinion. Nice, because <laughs> um, yeah, we'll go out to like Jamestown, you know, we, mm-hmm. you know, and it's um it's open. It's yeah. there's not many trees. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, and my, my coach got, he got us down to the, you know, the cities and other places. And like, I got to run the GRIAC. Yeah. That, um, that was cool. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, a lot of the courses up there are flat. <laughs> yeah. Past, past your land and I kind of and you kind of think it would be fast right? You're, right you're like okay but like the chances of you getting a day where the wind is you know, yeah. it's not not gonna happen yeah usually. <laughs> so I can't imagine I mean rewinding a little bit I can't imagine that Fargo is a great spot to flourish as a downhill skier either I mean no it was brutal. was your mom pretty it bummed was brutal about, about yeah. the move from even like yeah. Minneapolis I feel like has better options than I don't yeah. know though, so I don't know. Maybe I they're... mean, not like Minneapolis is, was much better, but they have you know Buck Hill or right. whatever. You know? <laughs> um, but yeah, we we usually would go out west to to Big Sky, mm-hmm. and and that actually is a pretty for. I mean, it's it's a straight. You, you pretty much just mm-hmm. like prop your wheel, you know. Yeah. Take a nap in the car, and you're, <laughs> you know, going straight for ten hours to get out there. But yeah. in in Moorhead, I was creative. Hmm. I I did. Um, I did sports like that, uh, getting pulled behind any vehicle I, yeah, I could. Right. We, we actually, kind of a funny little side story. Um, so I, I downhill ski and, and water ski and wakeboard, all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff too. Mm-hmm. But we, um, my friends and I <laughs> got like, uh, well, actually, I was lucky. I wasn't with them when they got pulled over. I was just <laughs> doing it right before they did. But we were going behind a car on a wakeboard yeah just like uh, you know ditch wow. we call it ditch boarding ditch boarding so cool so these are like the types of sports you, you do in fargo because oh, yeah. i mean what what there, it really isn't much carolina gravity yeah, right? can't, like this is a paradise here you got all these places yeah. to climb and hike and uh it's just you, you don't know you don't know what you have you know until, until you come <laughs> right. from fargo but yeah but yeah it was it was epic they pulled pulled them over and they didn't even know what to say they're like you know there isn't really technically a law against this that we know of. Just maybe go further out in the country. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, were you were you drawn to running because I mean anyone in your family into it, or was it just like you tried it out and just like wow, I happen to like this. Or, I mean, how what drew you like right? It sounds like right away you were drawn in. Yeah, my my parents were both 
uh, really talented runners. In fact, my okay. um, my dad, I I still haven't um, surpassed. I don't think really any. Well, take that back. I I passed him up now in like the marathon, half marathon. Hmm. But he didn't really he didn't really pursue that as hard. Sure. But he was he was close. You know, he ran close to you know like I think it was like four oh seven mile. Mm, you know, nice. something like that. Yeah. Like he was wow. he was yeah. good. Yeah. Um, and then my. My mom was good and better actually at the marathon. So okay. she, she did kind of run after. Um, and she was even good uh, into her older years. Like when she was coaching sure. us, mm-hmm. um, she would, I mean, she would show up and uh, beat like the whole junior high boys team. I mean, yeah. We're talking like mile repeats, like, you know, 520. Wow. And she's like, you know, 40 some years old. Yeah. And wow. they're just, but huh. it, it, you know, she got the respect that way. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm yeah. sure it made it coaching a little easier. <laughs> like, well, we're going to do mile repeats. I'm going to, I'm going to beat you. Like, <laughs> you know, she's like timing, finishing, and then like yelling out the times. And wow. these guys are just like, what is happening here? Like, that's your mom. And of course I just think like all moms are like this. You know? Oh but, yeah. Right. <laughs> so, but yeah, so they got, they got me into it. Cause uh, yeah, it was just kind of part of our, yeah. our whole family. I mean, even on family trips and stuff, like we would sure. go, you know, we went to the Grand Canyon and did a lot of camping and stuff like that. But like we would, you know, hike to the bottom and back in, in mm-hmm. a day. And like our family, it was just like you'd a little more extreme than extreme. Other. Like yeah. let's go. Yeah. And um, yeah. I always felt bad for the. I have one brother who is maybe just a little bit like you know, guys, can't we just kind of you know chill and enjoy? Yeah. The, you know, yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, he was going to be outvoted. Outvoted, time. yeah. And we thought he was weird, but it turns out he was he was normal. And he's, <laughs> yeah. he's the cool he's the cool Cedarquist. Nice. So. <laughs> That's funny. Well, that helps from two angles to like see your parents have fun, I guess, but also. So, I mean, just like from a Gene's perspective, they're both talented runners. I mean, yeah, it probably makes it a lot it. easier to get get into and, it. And not only the genes, but also just the the lifestyle from early days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you meant off off air. I think we were talking about you mentioned Ingebrigtsen, and I was thinking about Jakob Ingebrigtsen, and he's the best in the world right now. And he's been doing this since he was like six. You know training kind of with a serious focus with his and family too right with I mean, his family his family is exactly yeah. so you know <clears throat> when you do that for that long it's sort of the ten thousand hours sort of thing like yeah once that's established in your life of exercise and big endeavors and whether it's one discipline or multiple typically it's multiple but it all is going to pay dividends down the road and you know right i feel now, so blessed that i was awesome. brought into that i mean it's it awesome. just yeah. it makes life so much richer i mean yeah and and my mom even like she did like show me a whole variety of sports sure. very early mm-hmm. and so there's things I just can kind of do that I just you know yeah. you know it's just natural you know like yeah. I go right. play basketball and I'm I'm okay mm-hmm. you know I'm not gonna be like Michael Jordan but it's like yeah I mean I played I played quite a bit when I was <laughs> little yeah. you know so yeah, yeah absolutely <clears throat> what about uh, ditch skiing ditch skiing <laughs> ditch, uh, boarding. ditch boarding yeah ditch boarding. I mean I would imagine <laughs> you want to try it don't you <laughs> well no <laughs> maybe like rewind to 15 20 years I would yeah, absolutely uh, but I could see as a parent you know and. <laughs> knowing you know training and and what it takes and maybe the frailty of a runner sometimes you know and like how how do your parents respond to that i guess like some kind of more extreme on a different extreme you know i don't know how i'm gonna do this as a parent someday if i get the chance because like i would be way more you know nervous about this sort of thing yeah um but i think they they kind of modeled this like you know 
they they modeled their modeled it so well that I wasn't gonna try something too dumb, you know. Like I I mm. I would go get pulled behind. They had like rails and crazy jumps and things set up. Yeah, I I might do a few that I know for sure I can hit. Yeah, but I'm yeah. I'm much more chill than like some of my sure, crazy sure, friends. Sure. <laughs> I think they limited some some time with some of those friends. You know, they're yeah. like, yeah, yeah, maybe you should do yeah, this, or yeah. you know, kind of pointed me in the right direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I remember one time I was like ski, skiing off our roof and uh, my dad uh, said something like, you know, I don't, I don't think you should do that. Um, I think you're going to like wreck the shingles, you know, or oh. something. Like, there's no way it was going to wreck. He's just like, no, don't jump off there. But I mean, I was a pretty like chill kid and yeah, was like, okay, yeah. dad, you know, I, I really wanted to, I really yeah. wanted to to please them and you know sure, sure, to sure. make them proud so right it wasn't too i, I think i've made it fairly easy for them yeah <laughs> but, probably easier to please or make your parents proud by running versus but, yes yes, yes yeah are you <laughs> the sure. oldest tom yeah 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 you're the oldest, yeah. 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 yeah 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 my other brothers didn't get the extreme gene quite quite as much mm-hmm. you know but i think it kind of makes me a decent it, this is what made me a, a better runner too, in a way. I hmm. really like the thrill of like almost the adrenaline side of running, of being like, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. push it like further than anyone even thinks, or than I even think I can, right? right? right like right, even right. like halfway through a race, yeah. I don't know. Can I finish at this speed? Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. I, we're gonna find out. You know, yeah. like that kind of mindset is right. like, I think one of the things that kind of set me apart a little bit like a lot of people like to have more of a i i know i can hit this pace from training so Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. i'm gonna nail it you know and i'm I'm more like i hit this pace in training i'm gonna go 15 seconds faster for you know see what happens (laughs) you know kind of thing (laughs) risky right just like risk taking a little bit of risk Yeah, Yeah, yeah 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 Yeah, it was kind of I, one of the bigger ones that w- that took recently, like this. And, and this is kind of it's harder to take risks the older you get, I, I think, a mm-hmm. little bit. Because for one thing, I just I kind of know what my body's capable of more yeah. now. So yep. it's, a, it's a little harder to be that young, like, we don't know. Sky's the limit. Yeah. Um, but the marathon is kind of a new uh, venture. Okay. And so when Scott and I went to New York, you yeah. know, that was we're like. We're just gonna we're gonna risk this a little bit. We sure. don't know. He's never he had never run a marathon. I'd only done Fargo. Okay. And kind of just to do it. Yeah. Um. And so we started at a pace that well, it, it ended up being you know my PR in the half by by wow. a bit wow. in the marathon. Yeah. And so like you know you're kind of like ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. Hang right there for a second. Cause, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're a guy who knows exercise fizz and everything, and you've been doing this a long time. Did you know that? Did you know that that was probably going to happen based on your fitness going in? And how comfortable were you at that half point then? So it's going to sound crazy, but um, first answer, like I knew I knew I could probably run a half that fast yeah. just based on the training we had done. Um, but I didn't think it would feel that good. Okay. And, mm. and we felt amazing yeah. like scott said too just like i mean you're in a pack we're we, so we're at this right, McCurdy right, right, right. micro right marathon mm-hmm. and yeah yeah these guys i mean oh, everyone's yeah, trying to get right. to the trials and so it's like 60 okay. guys just in a pack yeah and you're just you have to just go yeah and yeah. you just feel like you're just floating along you're right, right right um right. so yeah i got to halfway and i'm thinking like like i had just run my pr marathon at grandma's too which is a pretty fast course mm-hmm. PR it, half, you mean? PR, PR half, excuse okay. me. Um, and it was like, 
a minute slower than we started this. And I, and I, and it felt wow. kind of hard at grandma's, you know, I was like, You're I right. really, and I crossed the line. I was like, I'm glad I'm done. <laughs> yeah. And here I am in the middle of a marathon wow. and I think you're like 107 on my Garmin, 10750, yeah. And I'm like, Oh boy. <laughs> Cause I, in my head, I, I know, I know that like, yeah. this is, there's a lot left. A lot left. Right. And, yeah. And, yeah. uh, I, Scott would tell you this too. There's actually this guy next to us that when we crossed the half, you know, somebody was like, Oh, halfway. And somebody goes, Oh no, no. In a marathon mile, like yeah. 20 is halfway. Right. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, Oh no, yeah. don't say it. Don't say that. Right. You're almost there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But so, yeah, I, I think I kind of like, I, I, I knew I'd be, I knew I might hurt from it, but, um, but I also, um, thought I could finish. Yeah. You know, I, I, I've always been able to just sort of kind of pull through and it got pretty close in that race actually to being, uh, like a total bonk where right. I fell out. <laughs> but I think one of the reasons why, and it's just weird looking back, it's, it's just the fueling practice. It is. Mm, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just unbelievable. It was like, I think I would have been okay. I just didn't, I couldn't consume enough mm-hmm. of that, uh, Martine or whatever. Yeah. Martin, yeah, yeah. Yeah, stuff, yeah. Yeah. And so I just, did you do the gels you know, or the drink? I did the drink. Yeah, yeah. But, but we mixed it a little bit, uh, light. And part sure, of that was because sure. I just didn't have enough time to practice when we tried mm, to practice yeah. mixing it full thickness yeah. a few times and like, like in training, you mean in training yeah. and like Scott, I mean, Scott got sick and I, and then, oh, he's, then yeah. he's telling me, you know, like, Oh, I just, you know, through it. And I'm like, I am uh, going to lose it here, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys so. kind of ran together most of the race. Well, yeah, yeah. He was, he was a little bit in front. He kind of, he, he liked to be, um, right up with that pacer mm-hmm. and I was trying to be on the tangent line. So I was mm-hmm. probably, you know, from, you know, 10, 10 meters back maybe, mm-hmm. but I could see him the whole time, yeah. um, until it was actually kind of a bummer uh, at about mile 14, I got, uh, tripped oh. and went down like real hard. Yeah. Wow. Um, it, it, cause at that pace with that many yeah. people, I yeah. mean, it was like, I thought I might've like broken a bone. Oh, like boy. it was, it was crazy. Like just sliding across and, oh. um, took me a second to get back up. And then, so that I lost contact with him about mile 14 and the pack. So I'm like no. trying to get back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think it would have mattered much. Were you injured? Were you bleeding? I was uh, definitely, yeah, definitely like my hip, my hip was like, you know, a big road oh. rash. And I, the, yeah. hey, the craziest thing actually is that I, I wrecked my, you know, those shoes that are so f- freaking expensive, <laughs> the Nike that like I slid and um, the little like uh, fly knit side piece has like they have holes in the side now. Yeah. It's just so just such like, a bummer. That was probably the biggest bummer. Actually, right. The whole thing is $300 like $300 shoes. Yeah, shoes. Wait, are wait, like, wait, wait, wait. Were they like ruined or just aesthetically? I mean, they're aesthetically pretty, pretty pathetic. I, I think I could race in them again. I it's. It's bad. I, I and I was like, "What happened here?" But I think it was from uh, you know I'm I'm on my side and I'm sure my feet just like slid and yeah. it, and the fly. It's really tough to pull on it, but if you slide that on huh. pavement, I yeah, mean, yeah. So wow. So yeah, that that's where we kind of like broke apart, and then Scott ended up uh, dropping out like oh. a mile after, and I was like, "Oh, if I would have just been with you, I just grabbed oh, you and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know keep going." Right. Wow. But. Right. Yeah, so it was a wild time. What did you end up running there? <laughs> um, I think I was like two two twenty five. Okay. For, so last six miles were were a slog. Positive mm-hmm. split for sure. Oh, very very <laughs> yeah. much. Yeah, but I but I I was proud of myself for finishing. And you know the last the yeah. last like lap it was laps around three mile laps. Mm, right. I I almost dropped, and then I'm like you know I'm I'm so close. 
Yeah. And I've, I've never dropped out of a race. So I'm like, mm. I can't, it's a little bit of a streak, a little yeah. bit of a pride. So yeah. I'm just like, I'm just going to drink all my Martin. Yeah. Who cares at this point? And yeah. it actually made me feel better. Okay. And so I was like, okay, this, huh. this I think is the key. Like I just didn't have enough fuel yeah. to yeah. keep going at that speed. So now I'm, I'm excited to try it again, but you know, in a while, like I yeah. think I, I need some time to... <laughs> Kind of recuperate from, yeah, yeah. from my marathon oh, man, stuff. That, yeah. So is that a PR or was Fargo? It, okay, it was so, a PR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fargo, Fargo was was kind of tough because it was a little it was a little warmer, and then mm. that course has I think I counted like 111 um, turns. Yeah. Mm, okay. So I mean that's a lot when you're in it's, those alpha flies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Slow you down. Yeah. Yeah. And I was kind of alone too, because there was a couple guys um, kind of going for like a trials time, yeah. and, and they soon realized the course just wasn't really probably going to be conducive course. to that. Yeah, yeah. And yep. then, but they were still they were going too hard for me to in my first marathon to try that. So yeah, yeah. But would you pick a loop course or a point to point like Grandma's? I think a point time? to point. Yeah. Because I was going to say even this McCurdy one. Yeah. That. Tangent line was great. I mean, if you would have stayed right. on that, I'm sure it would have been pretty close. Mm-hmm. But it was so hard to stay mm. on that line. Sure, um, sure. Weaving around on the laps. And I kind of think the yeah. point to point. I mean, I ended up running on my Garmin like a half a mile long okay. at McCurdy, too. And okay. Yeah. I don't know what grandmas would, would show, but it seems like it might be easier if you're just going point to point to, you know, cut straight and not, yeah. not have a half mile Especially up front. Half mile is a little extreme. It should be long. The course should, your GPS should always read a little long, Long. but it's supposed to be, but half mile is probably more than. I was surprised. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe some of it is just the turn. Sometimes this on a track too can get kind of weird. So I don't know if it's just the turns or something, but it it seemed, it seemed odd to me. I was, you know, disappointed with that, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious, Tom, to go back. Uh, You mentioned that in college, specifically, you had like a growth spurt. Um, Can you go back to that? And like, uh, where were you before? And like, what what would you attribute, I guess, to this growth growth spurt or or like a acceleration in your? You're never gonna believe this, but so in high school, (laughs) sophomore year, I was five foot three. Like ninety five pounds, I think. You're talking literal girl spurt. Yeah, like <laughs> oh, okay, I was a okay. tiny little kid, um, which also might have contributed a little bit to kind of my front running style because I was just I was so little and so slow, like just raw speed. Mm-hmm. I'm just like I have to if I'm gonna win or do anything, I have to just take off and hope mm-hmm. people just think that they can't keep up, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, then in college I did grow. Um, I had grown up, so I was like six foot one, but still, you know, 130 pounds or something sure, like sure. freshman year. And yeah. then finally I filled out, yeah. got to my beefy, you know, 150, 155. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, that matters. It's like 25 pounds of muscle. I was just a totally different yeah. runner, yeah. you know? Hmm. So, but yeah, that, that was kind of like sophomore, sophomore year okay. of college. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, it showed, I went kind of from like, 17 minute 5k you know just kind of a number to like you know 1509 or something and it's like oh okay did you do track as well yeah and did your events change then that is interesting not not really i kind of i always really just (laughs) 
this is me too. I just love it so much. I would do anything sure. they wanted me to do. Yeah. And I even liked to jump into like the 400 if I could. Yeah. I'd always be begging the coach, like, put me on like the A4 by four. You know, like if, if, you know, if it's just a podunk meet or somebody's like, oh, my hammy or whatever, it's yeah. like, put, yeah. put me in. Yeah. So I would do everything from that all the way up. Um, I didn't get to run as many 10Ks because there wasn't, uh, there just wasn't the competition up there and the wind Mm. and it's just kind of like, yeah, why, yeah, why suffer for that many laps? Yeah. (laughs) But steeple, they have steeple. I never did steeple. That is the one. Um, and I still haven't. (laughs) And I, I kind of, I kind of want to try it, but I think the thing is, uh, coach was a little worried I'd get, I'd get hurt. Sure. Um, I'm, I'm a little bit fragile with injuries and stuff like that. And yeah, lanky, lots of. Yeah. places where people can step on you and right. <laughs> dislocate my arms yeah. and whatnot yeah. so yeah <laughs> uh i mean did you have any other like training changes or kind of like mindset or was this strictly a growth <sighs> spurt and that that was the i think it was mainly growing i mean i wow. i increased yeah. my mileage like mm. slowly you know um and i think this might have been actually just partially because of growing too, but my foot plant did hmm. change a little bit. Hmm. And, and I don't, I, I remember kind of thinking about it for the first time, like, wow, this is weird. I'm kind of striking more like forefoot than I was when I was younger. But hmm. I kind of wonder now looking back if it was just sort of my body, you know, growing, getting stronger, you know, so I, it could do that, you mm-hmm. know, instead of just kind of this you know, lackadaisical yeah. kind of foot Jog. plant. Yeah. 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 So, but yeah, yeah, definitely seemed like it was just sort of a progression with, yeah. you know, finally I have the body of like a regular, <laughs> you know, mature person. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. And so college, um, you know, I guess how did, how did that kind of pan out, uh, through graduation on the team? And then like, what was after that? What, what was your mindset? Well, after? yeah. So senior year or I, I, I wanted to stay in college as long as I could. I just loved college, yeah. which was annoying. I think to yeah. people at Concordia, cause they're like, you know, one of the things they advertise like four years and you're out of here sure. and here I'm getting like physics, you know, math, business, like econ. I have like all these like majors and minors just staying in college. Um, So I went a fifth year, but it was really disappointing because I got hurt in the Mm. spring and I couldn't. So I was, my plan was to just like lower those track records to like, oh, sure. Unbeatable, you know, levels and just be like, I'm going to leave Concordia with, you know, just insane records. And then I, I uh, hurt my Achilles. Oh, um, so then, um, I was thinking though, after college, like I'll, I'll get back into this and I kind of want to like mm-hmm. give it a go for a little bit and, you know, probably run on a club and kind of see what I can do. Yeah. And some of the guys I was competing with, uh, like Devin Munson, um, Ben, uh, Sather, yeah. they, they did that sort of thing. Like right, even went, right. you know, semi pro and I think yeah. De- Devin like ran at like USA, uh, USA championships in like the 10 K. You know, it's like picture sure. of him with like Galen Rupp. And I'm mm. just like, this is unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. But I, uh, yeah, I ended up being hurt and then I got sick, um, mm. with ulcerative colitis. Oh yeah. And that just derailed all that. I mean, I, wow. I couldn't even, I was, then I'm thinking like, I got to get where I can like, be able to live you know and wow. i wasn't thinking running so ch- that yeah. like totally changed my mindset on yeah. the whole thing you know from you know yeah. poor me why can't i why can't my achilles hurt to like yeah. oh man i'm lucky 
I was really lucky that I wow. could ever do any of this stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of, that's a whole nother can of worms. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know about that. that. That was a wild time. And when was that? <clears throat> like how many years ago? So that would be 2013 in okay. the spring. Okay. Was, yeah. So I was kind of a year out. Mm-hmm. I had a year of kind of struggling with the Achilles thing and trying to trying to get back into shape and then yeah. just really a long, hard injury, stressed out, new job, you know, yeah. I'm yeah. living in Northfield away from mm-hmm. away from home. Sure. So I think all that kind of might have contributed a little bit, you know, that's yeah. this sort yeah. of type A drive to want to just succeed at everything and here I am like, what am I doing? I'm hurt, I'm you know, I'm trying to, I'm working like a real big boy job, but yeah. I don't really know what I'm doing. <laughs> you know, like I, it was just kind of, yeah, kind of a rough time. Yeah. yeah. How did you handle that mentally? All that, that such a drastic gear shift for someone who, like you say, is type A. Yeah, it was, it was so, it's so, I'm sure like lots of people like experience this at some point, but you're going from yeah. like being kind of the big fish in the pond, you know, like, and, and mm-hmm. I was a real nothing in high school but then in college yeah. like by the end i was kind of like you know team captain i had all these friends and i was yeah, you know, like, yeah. yeah like let's go to like now you're just a peon at a random company like yeah no one, and you're hurt and like you've oh, got no yeah. friends in this community and right, so it was like this huge right. shift and i don't know i don't i don't know that i i mean i, I didn't handle it great i was just kind of mm. like kind of bummed out um yeah but i think this the illness um it became like this battle because ulcerative colitis is a crazy disease. It's like um, some people can take medicine and sort of just kind of roll through it. It's an autoimmune disease, right? So mm. they'll tell you like, oh, there's no cure, but we also don't know what causes it. Yeah. And of course, like me, I'm like, what does that even mean? <laughs> yeah. How yeah. can you not know? <laughs> like you don't know anything about it, but you know you can't cure it? Like yeah. this doesn't make any sense. So right. I'm like looking at, I just went, I don't have nothing else to do. I'm just going to read about this thing, you know, textbooks um, and everything. And so I was determined to, to cure it because I didn't, because mine was pretty bad and it was like, it would like flare and I'd just be like flat on my back or like in the hospital, you know, I can't just do this the rest of my life. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I'm like reading all these crazy things and then just trying a whole bunch of stuff. Wow. And, um, yeah, my parents were super patient with me, um, but I think I, I think looking back now, it's like that whole experience changed my outlook a lot in like mm. a positive way. Hmm. Um, it could go either way, right? I mean, yeah, oh, totally. <laughs> yeah, and there were times where I was pretty yeah, upset. Yeah, and I'm doing like crazy stuff. I mean, like there is like what? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, stop me if this gets too gross for the <laughs> podcast. Um, but. So there's this thing called a fecal transplant. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So I, yeah. now it's a little more like, I think it's a little more of a thing now, like where they'll even, they have like, you know, pills you can take with mm-hmm. like, um, yep. or they can do it like with a colonoscopy, stuff like that. Sure. Mm-hmm. But back when I was fighting this, um, and it might still be this way today, I'm not sure, but the ulcerative colitis was not one of the things that they would try this for because hmm. it, it apparently, you know, doesn't work or whatever, yeah. you know, it's not yeah. protocol or whatever. Right. Um, protocol is, you know, you got to take a biologic or whatever and do, sure, do the sure. drug route and then you get, you know, whatever. Huh. So I was like, ah, this is from everything I've read. It seems like there's a, 
chance of success of this fecal transplant. Like, hmm. there's people that just had it just go away. So like, you're like coming just, to the doctors, like, hey, look yeah, at like, my textbook here that I read. Right, like, look at okay. this. Look at all these things I'm re- And like, huh. why not just give it a shot? Well, you know, looking back, like, you're a doctor. <laughs> you're not going to take some, like, cowboy <laughs> yeah. chance here, right? Like, you could right. get sued. Right. Like, yeah, there's yeah, crazy sure, things sure. that could happen. I, right. So I get it. And I was not your typical patient. I'm like, I will go through any amount of pain wow. to get rid of this, right? Like, I don't wow. I don't want to just have the pill that makes me feel better. Like, right. yeah, I, right. I'm, I'm willing to do anything. You don't anything. want to mask it. Right, yeah, yeah. Like, you guys give me any sort of crazy experiment i i will try this wow. if it has a chance you know and yeah and so finally i'm just like whatever so i i go and do it myself mm-hmm. so i'm just like i just went got my my dad as a donor and then just like mixed up slurries and like wow. did like the fecal transplant with like injecting it in like the rear end and like yeah. it's as crazy <laughs> as it sounds wow and sure enough went away yeah. Wow. Perfectly normal. Like nothing's ever happened. Like I was just like, this is unreal. Like no, I, without doctors or anything. No I mean, docs. Is this like, normally like a. And like, I had spent thousands of dollars, right? Already yeah, like trying to yeah. get all this stuff because it had already been like almost a year of just struggling with this uh, crazy disease, like bleeding. Wow. And you're like, it's, it's horrible. I mean, yeah, it horrible, hurts. Yeah. And, oh. So I'm like overjoyed. I'm just in the winter. Wow. I'm better. <laughs> and, um, so, but I I hadn't read enough about it to know that I pro- I probably should have kept doing the transplant. Mm. You know, I just did a couple, and mm. it was like so immediate and so yeah. fast that I'm just like, I yeah. guess it's over. I Cured. guess this whole thing is done. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So then, sure enough, in the spring, it came back, and it came back with like vengeance. Hey. And that's when I was um. I was just, I, I got too sick to even do the transplants because oh, I was just like, yeah. I couldn't keep them in. Mm-hmm. And I was going to the bathroom, you know, 35 times a day, losing weight. Ooh. My iron was at, I don't know, like five or something. Right. You know, yeah. I couldn't hardly stand up. Ooh. So then I'm at my lowest that summer. I'm just like, I, this is going to like kill me if I don't, you know. And the yeah. doctors were getting kind of worried too. They're like, you know, you got to. I think they were thinking that I'd eventually just have to kind of go on the regular route hmm. um, because of just the pain. Yeah. And they were kind of right, except for that, yeah, every time you go into the doctor, they give you so many pain meds. Yeah, Like, yeah. way more than I need for any of the surgeries or things that they're doing to me. So, like, yeah, yeah. like I do have a stash of these that I can take. I'm, like, <laughs> splitting up little tiny bits to, like, keep, yeah. like, trying to feel transplant. So, anyway, yeah, that that was a rough summer. And then eventually I decided, like... Um, and it was a really hard decision because the the next step would have been this biologic um, drug, um, and they you know I would go on that. It's like Remicade, I think, was the one they were going to give me, um, and my colon was all screwed up, and I was just I was at the end of my rope, um, and I was thinking like I might just want to get the surgery and just get this whole thing out. Hmm. But it's really scary because once you get your colon out, like it's not coming back. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. there's some your colon does stuff for you, you know? Um, but I had my pediat, my, my pediatrician from when I was just a little kid call, uh, call me. Um, cause I was looking for any doctor to just be like, no, it's reasonable. Like you can do the surgery first and that's fine. Sure. And sure enough, he's like, you know what? I've, this has happened before. I've, I've, he was a, uh, one of his specialties was uh, gastroenterology. Mm. And so Mm. he's like, I've, Mm -hmm recommended that people just go straight to the surgery and Mm. if you do it i have no doubt you can like come back 
be healthy. Hmm. You know, you're, you're a tough cookie. You'll, you'll be running again and you'll be fine. Yeah. And I was, I was all I needed. I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. Wow. And then I just went, went for it, tried to find the best surgeon I could. And they, you know, it was like a year and a half of surgeries. Wow. But, um, which is kind of crazy. Like it's because it takes the body long to adapt. You just, you kind of have to almost do it in stages. Yeah. It's like a staged thing. Yeah. Yeah. So you're taking out the colon and then you have an ileostomy bag, Mm -hmm. which was kind of, kind of wild. You know, I got like, you know, vague on the side of my abdomen. Right. Um, and then they like do an internal surgery where they make your small intestine sort of into a, um, makeshift colon. It's called a J pouch. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, um, yeah. And then they do another surgery to kind of close it all up. And I had one emergency surgery yeah. because I got a blockage and had to oh. be like flown oh, yeah. to the hospital. It was wild. Yes. I was like stuffed in this tiny little plane that I could like wow. barely fit in. And they're like, oh, we got to bring you down to the, yeah. you know, the real deal surgeons down wow. here. Now. So, <laughs> and through all that, I met my wife. Yeah. So oh, just nice. wild. Yeah. Like if you ever, you know, I didn't have any girlfriends all the way through college. Like no one just. I wasn't cool enough, apparently, but you get your colon out, and man, the women just come flocking. It's wild. <laughs> so I don't know what she was thinking, but she met me when I had had the ileostomy bag, even, and just yeah. I, I guess it slowed me down enough to kind of, you know. Is she a doctor, a nurse, or what? It- no, no, she's an art teacher. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. No, she's 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 amazing, and so since that surgery. I've just had, I don't know, even more, not that I wasn't grateful or anything. I mean, I'm, I always feel like I've been pretty grateful to be alive and be doing stuff, but yeah, um, more of an attitude of like, I'm going to seize the day, mm, mm-hmm. kind of full send every day. Like if I get an opportunity to do something, like it's kind of a yes, you know, yeah, like, this yeah. might be it because mm-hmm. you, you just don't know, right? You yeah. don't know, you don't know when your day is. So like yeah, every right. day, yeah, take advantage, you know, yeah. and so... Yeah. Why why not smile? Why not make the best of of every chance you get? Yeah. You know? Wow. So, so I mean from the Achilles <clears throat> to uh ulcerative colitis to the many surgeries. I mean this was like a non-stop kind of you can't run through. It, it was brutal. Yeah. You, you were like finding success, liking running a lot <sighs> and then to just nothing for like three years of really wow. kind of yeah and i wouldn't i don't know if i'd go so far to say absolutely nothing because like when i did have the fecal transplant work mm, mm-hmm. you know as soon as i could i was like yeah but i mean i'm i'm jogging you know, right 30 pace you know or, yeah. or run walk or something you're not mm. hopping in the 5k no yeah series. my first yeah. 5k back with the ileostomy bag what? <laughs> it was it was hilarious i went oh, and did the the run and ride at valley fair yeah yeah and i just you know went out typical me like as hard <laughs> uh-huh. as i could go oh gosh and i remember like so it was one of these races you know that like you can win running you know 25 or yeah, something. yeah so so i'm a ways up because yeah. i'm still i could still kind of do that i can just yeah. kind of you know um but then it hit me at like mile you know two and a half or whatever i had to like almost walk and i'm like oh, i'm gonna yeah. lose this race <laughs> so like just some random right. like you know person who's at belly fair yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah yeah 13 year old in vans yeah you know? and my and my future wife is like watching you know like yeah, yeah go tom yeah. Like, I, I gotta keep moving somehow <laughs> so yeah 
Yeah, it was wild. <laughs> Were you focused on running through that whole period? I mean, was that kind of like, I got to get back to running or was that just totally like, the, I just got to get back to like my yeah. life? Yeah. You know? I mean, I always wanted to come back and in the weirdest way, I always had like a, a sense that maybe I would. Cause I remember, um, so I, I'm a, I'm a Christian and you know, this was a real challenge to my faith too. And I just yeah. remember like praying and kind of being like, um, well, first of all, being mad at God for this, right? Because it's just like, yeah. what on earth? I mean, I literally have yeah. tried to live this like awesome life and done, I haven't, I wasn't like eating at Hardee's every day or something, you know, right? Or, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, yeah. treating my body like crap either. It just like, yeah. it just yeah. struck me. It's like Job or something, right? right. Just like, boom. Um, but then kind of getting this sense of like, no, you'll be you'll be back and you'll be better than you were before. And I remember just thinking like, there is no way, hmm. like, cause before I was like 23 too, and now yeah. I'm getting older and like, hmm. there's no chance. Yeah. And it's kind of funny actually now, like there might be a chance, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm still, yeah. I still haven't quite eclipsed, you know, some of my track times, but like, <laughs> yeah. it's getting kind of close. Hmm. And like the impact I've had on running, I think now is more than back then. Sure. sure. Which is kind of the other kind of sense I had like, yeah, you'll be back. You'll be making this. Yeah. I guess what do you mean by that? Your impact has been more. Well, I mean, I, I'd like to think I like had a big impact at Concordia and I think, I think I did. I think, and it was, we had some great, you know, I had a great coach and like, it was, it was a really good experience. But now, like making the lake effect, mm-hmm. um, and you know, helping to coach at UWS and everything, um, it's been super rewarding. I mean, I've got to work with like great kids and everything, but I feel like I've been able to sort of like inspire this love of running, like mm-hmm. way beyond the borders of just a small like college team, right? And it's starting to kind of catch on like wildfire a little more, you know? Like, okay. oh yeah, yeah. This, yeah. I like this vibe. I like this kind of full <laughs> yeah. send, you know, like let's, let's have fun doing this sport. And I don't know, I think it's brought some people in that maybe would have kind of not kept running, you know, like, right, especially right, right. UW, UWS, you know, there's a few people like right when I started that, um, they weren't gonna, they were having a tough time, you know, kind of, um, just getting burned out, you know, on the track sure, and stuff. Sure. And you know, just like, just, try just and you know let's just let's just stop the workouts for a little bit let's just enjoy running let's just get out there again and yeah uh, one of them is now like a marathoner after college here yeah. and it's just like super fit super in you know yeah. runs for mill city like okay just yeah you know yeah. so it's like okay like that's cool that's kind of that's the kind of rewarding thing key you're maybe. Like, yeah you know i'm having this impact that's like spread so you know? you're running <clears throat> you still kind of have a little bit of your own personal goals and individual pursuits but at the same time you also have I don't know. So you're trying to somewhat set an example for some others and, right. and inspire some others, and so you have this kind of two pronged approach with running, which yeah, I think definitely there's some value to that, right? Yeah, I mean, especially as you get older, because it gets harder to like <laughs> break a PR and right. Yeah. I mean, but it's I don't know. I've been break really your dad's surprised. PRs. Yeah, break your dad's PR. <laughs> That's still it's still in the back of my mind. Like, could I ever get? even just one of them, like maybe. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's actually almost more rewarding sometimes to see someone else kind of catch the fire and the mm-hmm. desire. And like, 
I don't know. For me, running has made every other part of my life like richer too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, just all the lessons I've learned from from competing and all that. And I'm sure. I mean, mm-hmm. you're around it enough. You you kind of know what I mean. It just absolutely. it flows into all the other things you do. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So. Let's talk a little bit about Lake Effect. You mentioned, um, tell us about what that is, when you guys got started with that. So Lake Effect started 2021. Well, so we say we're established 2020 because it was a dream of Scott, Evan, and I just kind of on a run. Um, But then the the first time it was official, was right before XC Nats in 2021, mm-hmm. and I was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna make this an actual like USATF member club. Like, I want to see how could I do this." So yeah. I'm like writing, you know, emails to people and trying to figure out how to like set it all up. And I tried to set us up as a Wisconsin club, like in the Wisconsin Association, yeah. first because mm-hmm. okay. we have a lot of Superior guys, right. and, yeah. And like, we, I, I, sh- I kept this email too because it was just kind of funny. They're just, you know, they weren't like mean about it, but just like there's. I don't I don't think your team is going to be able to be set up here like you're not going to be able to get you know ready in time for Nats and like it's, it yeah. sounds like you got a whole bunch of problems you know like with people all over the place yeah and so then I went to the Minnesota one and uh just it was kind of wild like there's some people in the association that just knew me mm. from oh sure the Mayak and oh yeah Tom like we'll set you up and yeah. here you go and I'm like amazing so so then like the five of us or the four of us at that point so it was me evan scott and then we had this friend uh kevin koski who's he's a mm. olympic trials qualifier now he's yeah. just an ace yeah. of a runner yeah and he had contacted us um and was like i'll go with you guys to this meet and run for lake effect because i i want to just see what i can do at this nationals meet anyway mm. yeah and so I'm like, we need one more person. Yeah. And we have a team, yeah. a real team. And uh, so we called like, up take this. Take that, Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah, like, take that. Like, we're, we're going to be there. Uh, and, and yeah, let's see what you have. Like, are you, uh, Do you have any teams down there? Tallahassee? Uh, yeah, so we, we had just met this guy, Connor Doppler. Nicest guy. Uh, good runner, too. You know, he, he's, he's out there uh, grinding, hard worker. Mm-hmm. Um, but we didn't hardly know him. But we're like, do you think he'd ever go with us? And it's we're talking like, you know, it's like a week and a half before we leave to Florida. <laughs> yeah. And wow. we call him and he's like, really? Like, you want me to like, come with you? And, well, I got to ask my wife. And we're thinking, oh, it's over. There's no yeah, way. Yeah. And he asks and she's like, yeah. And he comes down. And so we had five guys. And wow. So that's how it started, and now we want to, like, we've kind of just rolled with, like, this momentum building Mm -hmm. as we've been running, like, the club circuit as much as we can, Um, and then we have kind of a, you know, UWS, I joke, is sort of like our feeder program, you know, they they kind of see us, and they're like, oh, yeah, that'd be fun to do that, (laughs) Um, but we want to expand into, like, trail running, Mm -hmm. and even, you know, I, I put it, you know, purposely we made it the athletics club. And part of that's because up here, I mean, there's people that do like skiing and biking and mm-hmm. we kind of want to expand into like a club that would be, you know, inclusive of all that stuff. Sure. So we're just like, hey, a place you can meet and, you know, have uh, a biking crew, you know, if, if you're training for a race, uh, for a ski race, like we'll, we'll support your ski team. We're not quite there yet. We're, we're still, you know, very much in our running routes, but yeah, yeah. Um, there's some big plans for this year. Some of them are secret. I don't know if I could quite, say, but like, that's <laughs> one. we want to try to like, 
Yeah. We want to turn some heads in the Minnesota circuit. How many guys do you have right now on the team? So officially, official and, yeah, yeah, officially on the USATF, it's like 17. Oh, that's good. Kinda, yeah. So it's, that's a good number. It's not bad. It's really good. Actually. Yeah. Nice. Um, now I have to get on all those guys cause it expires every year. Yeah. And so we're at that moment where like it, everyone's it, expiring. So I was kind of mm, joking actually yeah. before the show. I'm like, well, we have oh. 17, but actually right now it's like me and this Emily yeah. <laughs> 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 that have upped our subscription. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, but yeah, we should, we should have a pretty good number. And then the tricky part for us is just making sure we get to the cities cause all those races, yeah. yeah, it's like, come on guys. I mean. They, they knocked Park Point off this year. I know. Mm. That's always kind of comes oh. and goes on the circuit. It's such a bummer because that was, yeah. um, we, I mean, we made it, we had a good showing this summer. Um, that was like our, our race and we did our, our camp. So we have mm. like, uh, um, everyone comes up for that race and then we just went on a bunch of trail runs up the North Shore and hung out. Yeah. Um, and so we're going to try to use that again maybe this year as sort of a recruiting thing. Like okay. there's so many people that would have fun doing that. I mean, yeah. it's. You don't have to be fast. We were just like cruising around on the trails and right. jumping in rivers and whatever. So <laughs> yeah. it was good. So that's, and you do that in July? You do that right after? Yeah, Park right Point. after that race. And yeah. so you probably get a, some of the UWS kids then for that, I assume, yeah, right? And maybe yeah, even a high school kid or two? They'd tag, they'd tag along. Like, we'll, you know, if we did a couple runs. Uh, one of my favorite loops is kind of down that DWP trail that yeah. goes around through mm-hmm. the tunnels and stuff. And right. We had a big crew last time. I, Man, I want to say like maybe maybe twenty people or something, but yeah, it was more just you know, hey UWS, like if you guys want to come, like Lake Effects here, you know, yeah, come hang out. That's I'm, so. I'm really happy you guys are doing that. I I think Duluth, this area needs kind of a a big club presence. It's yeah, there was you know too big that we we have Northwoods. The Northwoods mm-hmm. has been around for a long, long time, and North Shore Striders, of course, started Grandmas, and you know, but it's been a while since a new club has you know we tried to establish mm-hmm. ours, but it just didn't. Yeah, what what have been the kind of the clubs in the last you know twenty years? Yeah, tell me. So I don't know as much about the history just because I've only been here five years. I've heard of some of these clubs, right? And no Northwoods, obviously. But Northwoods has been around forever, and I'm probably not the guy to talk about the history too much because you know that would be you know Jaro, Mm -hmm. who's definitely going to be have a lot of good information, and and, uh, Scott Keenan as well. Um, you know, our club, the Zenith Athletic Club, is is done now, but we tried to kind of get that going a yeah. handful of years or right about the same time you guys started Lake Effect. Maybe even we had da- uh, David. Uh, Hype- yeah, Hype- yeah, yeah, yeah. Hype- was part Great of Zach. Guy. Yeah, yep. he was in that. Yep. Yep, yep. Exactly. Um, trying to think of other other Those official USATF two. clubs. Those are the big two in my kind of running time. North Shore Striders. In and Striders and in Northwoods. That was kind of a, yeah. like a big push and then it kind of fizzled out and I mean same with Zenith as well, you know. Yeah. So. Well the North, Northern Minnesota Track Club too, the NMTC was its oh, a separate club as well and I think I don't know the history super well, but I think there was like a, mer- a, a joint merge, kind of thing yeah. merge with uh, Northwoods a little bit. But um one of the things that's helping us a little bit right now, and I'm hoping to keep kind of pressing on this, is that we have sort of a hub in, in Duluth, and that, that's our main home, I mean, mm-hmm. most of our people. But then yeah. Fargo-Moorhead is growing fast, mm-hmm. um, partially because we have uh, just an insanely talented runner, so uh, Munir Isahak, um, and he, he, mm-hmm. was, um, he came along to Concordia, actually, and broke... All my records. Okay. He couldn't, he couldn't even leave. Well, actually, he'll laugh at this. There is one left standing. Yeah. I don't know if he even knows this, but the um, 
the sprint medley relay okay. i was on it in the 800 so nice. i have like ah. one little but basically just you know mowed them all down but then he's been leading that uh crew and growing an area uh or a group of runners in, in fargo moorhead okay and now we're kind of the secret right now and can't can't let too much of the cat out of the bag but <laughs> minneapolis we have a little bit of a a potential uh, kind of lead started over there. Nice. And I think if we have sort of that three, it'll it'll help keep the club kind of going a little yeah. more because it does get kind of tough. We're a bit isolated, right? You know, yes. from a lot of the different races that we like. You say that there's not any up here anymore, <clears throat> right? Yeah, and if there is, there's the one, and that's it. You mm-hmm. know? Well, Fickers I think has been in the past too, the Fickers five K, but mm-hmm. yeah. It's a They're shame, too, because it's just such a great place to race up here. It's mm-hmm. just yeah. awesome. Yeah. So. yeah, I know. And the people from the cities actually really enjoy coming up. Yeah. So now, good, I get yeah. where they won't, don't want to come up two, three times a month sure, all summer long. Yeah. I get that, but we don't want to go down there two, three yeah, times yeah. a month yeah. either. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> so I'm curious, Tom. Okay, say someone's listening to this podcast right now, and they're... Uh, I guess from your stance, why would someone want to join Lake Effect? Like, what's your pitch? Who's your target oh my kind of person? And <laughs> You're the elevator yeah. speech. Yeah, the, the elevator <laughs> speech. If someone's listening, you know, what What would you say to have the light bulb moment? Like, I got to find oh. out more information. I got to get involved with this. And why wouldn't you want to join Lake Effect? <laughs> um, I, I think our target, like our target audience naturally right now is sort of that um, collegiate athlete who's not, you know, maybe not quite at the level where they're like thinking I'm I'm going to go pro, right? I mean, I'm going to mm, like go mm-hmm. and just pursue this for my my life, but yeah. they still really want that like team camaraderie and the yeah. the kind of option to go and race some competitive races and mm-hmm. kind of have that sort of same feel that they had in college. Mm-hmm. I think I think that right now where the team's at is probably like the main target so if you're kind of in that camp um Mm -hmm. you're gonna love it because like we're trying to give you know opportunities to run like high level races with a team okay and it and it feels a lot like college maybe even better i mean some of these like the xc nats race for example i mean yeah that's the best cross country race i've ever been in just Mm -hmm. quality wise Mm -hmm. even even better than like nationals in college for d3 wow just because it's just so well run i mean i was just shocked i mean and there's like olympians like we met cole hawker oh yeah yeah in san francisco and we did a jersey swap he has a lake effect jersey (laughs) so awesome so if you want to meet cole hawker (laughs) no (laughs) um but you know what i mean it's kind of that that group right now and then i'm hoping someday we can get a big enough um kind of base of of just kind of stoked athletes that i could i could make a pitch to even people that are just like you know want to get in shape and want to be part of part of something cool yeah do some like sweet events or like come to our camp stuff like that mm-hmm. um that's kind of like our next ring i guess of, of sure. target audience um yeah and we're trying to get there yeah kind of but we have competitive roots for sure right now i so. like that I, I really like the competitive aspect because i think that's i i see that as a bit of a missing it's a little hole i think in especially as a team in a group mm-hmm. setting i think the competitive competitive aspect is missing here in duluth and there's a big enough pool of people where you right. can put together a pretty darn good team and have. You're so right. You know, I, that's what I. I've been shocked. Yeah. The more I yeah. live here and meet 
I mean, there are some insane athletes here. In the woodwork. Absolutely. It's coming out of the woodwork. Just right. wild. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You go to one of those NMTC races too, and you're, you're, it's like a legacy of great athletes. I mean, yeah, like, right. I, I'm talking to like older people that are just like, whoa, you did what? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You're, yeah. You're, you're an Olympic ski jumper? Like, yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool. Like, right. I, yep. Absolutely. I tried to build a ski jump in my backyard. And... <laughs> yeah, you've been ditch, ditch skiing? Yeah, yeah, you've been ditch boarding. You want to come with? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So, yeah, I think we'll always have a little bit of that, but I don't think competition has to be like um, – this scary thing either you know like totally. where you know people yeah. are just oh you're so competitive or right. whatever and it's just like yeah i just like to push my limits and see <laughs> see yeah. what's what you can do and like right you know i've failed quite a few times yeah but like no one really cares that much right. i mean i don't yeah. know probably right. probably uh half the runners you've interviewed don't even know who i am <laughs> you know so like i yeah. don't so they're not like, oh, Tom Cedarquist just yeah. totally blew that race. <laughs> you know? yeah, come on, Tom. Yeah. Well, yeah, the, so. the, hard, the hardcore fans, I would say, they're never going to be judgmental of a right. bad race anyway. Right. Because they get it. They've been through it or they're just mm-hmm. passionate <laughs> enough to understand that it's a difficult thing to, and you're not going to always PR one after another, after another, after another. So yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you guys see yourselves putting on races, like hosting a race, or I, would you? I would like love. Little, there's so to. many avenues. Yeah, I mean, th- these are things like, um, yeah, we've we've thought about like what what can our what what'll be on our website, you know, like mm-hmm. what do we what do we offer, yeah. um, you know, thinking like maybe maybe some coaching. This is my second question. Yeah, it would be kind of and then services. races would be really fun. I, I must admit, I'm I, you know I don't have much experience doing that kind of stuff, and I I I know it's challenging. I mean, it's it's a whole world, yeah, in itself. But yeah. we'd love to. I mean, like, yeah, we'd love yeah. to just sort of grow out from the center. And it's kind of a weird place to start in a way. Like, so I I don't I guess I don't know everything about how like Mill City or some of these other places started, but it seems like yeah. they kind of had a shop or a store, yep, right, and then kind of grew a and we're like a club that's yeah. sort of trying to like yes because people will ask us you know hey can i get some lake effect stuff and it's like oh i don't have any i don't yeah. have much like i have <laughs> right. our jersey um <laughs> but we're working on like that as an aspect too is, right. is merch and yeah. with my wife being an artist okay she's um she's working on starting up her own um business uh tidbits by turi mm-hmm. and she she does these super cool like dog drawings digital dog drawings yeah. for people okay just awesome and we're like okay well you could like do some stuff for us even even like you know like a lake effect dogs you know kind of thing like well because <laughs> yeah. okay. we all have these sure. pets we run with and stuff too yeah. so we're like yeah we could make some merch and maybe have that be a thing so yeah it's all uh it's in the works and hopefully i can keep enough momentum and energy to like pull it off yeah <laughs> you guys yeah. are gonna need like it's office so, space here probably right. pretty soon and like storage for all your gear and everything. <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i mean it'd be like it'd be really cool to even have like a, a location someday mm-hmm. i yeah, think right. yeah, I, that's a whole yeah, I mean, a that's, whole other yeah, thing but yeah, um right. i mean i'm sure the striders like when you know mm-hmm. had yeah. grandma's now is just unreal right right but like had to start somewhere exactly. small so. exactly. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> definitely yeah uh what about you personally what's on the 
goal kind of what's oh, on the man. radar for you in this next year yeah i'm i'm stoked i hope i can stay like healthy i've been so lucky so so fortunate to just be able to like not have injuries for a while here yeah um and if i can keep keep going i really want to take one more stab at that olympic trials okay thing i think it'd be um the the new york deal was cool and that i i unofficially set the coal in this world record which is kind of hard to get because there's actually one other guy who like had this surgery and was just unreal yeah. like wow. a 13 something 5k guy in oh, college yeah he was huh. great so, yeah. like, wow. so i'm like okay like <laughs> yeah. this is good momentum um but i'd love to try to make it to the trial so i'm kind of like okay that's like my main and and i'm thinking like 2026 20, grandmas okay like yeah. let's hit yeah. that and hammer it but up till then i mean trying to probably going to run the half mm-hmm. this spring um maybe jump in a few you know track races or cross country races with the um with the team i coach um mm-hmm. if they if they want me to you know be in there with them yeah. <laughs> hopefully they still do um and then uh yeah and then the the circuit is kind of the big yeah. like the club circuit yeah um yep. i'd like to see if we could yeah challenge those top teams okay. and like you know kind of bring it back to the Northland here. Like, yeah. Who are these guys from Duluth? Yeah, just totally. come down and take us over. Cool. <laughs> I forget so. the name of the book right now. It's to the edge or running on the edge or something, but it's a story about a club. I don't know if you've heard of this I, book or I read the book. I feel like that name it's rings the, a bell, but I, I don't think I've toads. The toads. Okay. The, the toads are the club and they, um, this is from California and they were pretty incredible club that showed up to, once I get it, I'll, uh, I'll send that info. Did they go to the, like the, they, they went to Nats and I think they won it. I think they won it as a club Ooh. team. against some of the pro- <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Something you aspire story. to. <laughs> it's totally, yeah. Yeah. It's on the yeah, fridge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Put it on the fridge. A map to winning nationals. Yeah. yeah. I mean this, this last one, uh, it was a little bit more of a down, down year, I think, but, hmm. um, but I mean, Minnesota, the Minnesota elite guys were pretty close yeah mm. yeah they had a good year um, and i mean we had our, our munir beat all of them wow which was individually which was just yeah, wild i mean awesome. we're, we're like whoa <laughs> 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 you know we went into it he was thinking you know man it'd be great if i could stay with you know some of these guys yeah yeah and we're like, well money how'd you how'd you do uh money is his nickname yeah and uh you know oh yeah I, I got them all. <laughs> I beat them all. <laughs> That's awesome. So, <laughs> yeah. Cool. That's but. sweet. Um, I guess that's uh, one other question that I have. You said being injury-free has been huge. Obviously, that's, awesome. that's every runner can attest. <laughs> Any tips, tricks? Uh, I mean, what what's worked well for you, Tom, and hmm. other pieces of advice maybe you can impart to our <laughs> listeners? Well, um one one thing i think that and this is this is going to change here because i'm finally out of out of shoes but i've i kept the same i found a shoe that worked mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i've worn i bought like all of them <laughs> and, then, and i'm almost i'm almost out now like it's been years what shoe is that um oh man you're gonna laugh at me uh the the uh, Saucony freedom three. Oh, the okay Freedoms, yeah oh yeah. yeah very flexible flexible drop yeah yeah for for in the, the low nice drop springy. has helped me a lot okay because when i go to run in like spikes or something like that it's mm-hmm. not this shocking you know, now yeah. my Achilles, my Achilles I've always had trouble with. Yeah. And so it's like, 
okay, I want to kind of train it right, right a right, little right. more. And, and even the alpha flies, they're four, four millimeter drops. So if I'm running and training in shoes with like a high drop, I mean, I'm, I'm just shortening that Achilles, I, I, I think. And for mm-hmm. me, I'm, I'm also like tending to run on my toes anyway. And those shoes like push me even more. Yeah. And so it's like, I, I've just, I've had really good luck with that. Um, and then I always cut the, the back of every shoe to make sure it's all like super ah, soft. There's yeah. no chance it's going to like rub. Yeah. Yep. Um, but I would say the other thing that's kind of helped me stay healthy is just being, um, being willing to just kind of put in, put in miles and maybe not, um, not doing quite as many like hard, hard intervals. Mm. I think that is a it's a challenge because you want you want to do them and you want to if you're going to try and run fast i mean you obviously have to practice running fast a you little bit to, yeah but scott and i will we'll run mostly mileage and then do you know maybe like minute on two minute float type workouts that mm. are just i think just a little less um less intense than like a, a hard sprinting track 200 kind yeah. of thing sure and sure. also a little less uh um of a grind than like mile repeats or something. Mm. So I kind of limit some of those a little bit, which mm. yeah, I mean, just getting older and stuff. I don't mm-hmm. know if these are hopefully if they're not smart suggestions, you guys should. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whatever works for, for you. me. I yeah. guess. I, yeah. I don't know. And, yeah. Um, the thing I really want to get better at too, is just doing some other sports. And I think I hmm. tend to just do that naturally a little bit. Um, yeah. I'll just go play, you know, like I'm yeah. playing with my dog in the yard, or running around or skiing hmm. or stuff like that. Keeps a bunch of the other little muscles worked, mm-hmm. but the older I get, the less time I, I play, you know, basketball or, you know, tennis sure. or stuff like that. So like, yeah. I think doing other things can keep you and trail running. I would recommend that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trail running is awesome because you get out on those trails and you're balancing and everything. And that's all those little muscles are getting worked. Yeah. I don't know. I've been, I think I've been healthier here because of that. Cause in Fargo, it's just flat yeah. pavement. And yeah. Like, right. Yeah. yeah yep. You're not training any of that stuff. That's true. Hmm. So. What brought you to Duluth, by the way? We didn't get to that. Oh, yeah. So I I met my wife, uh, and then we lived in Northfield right away. Yeah. Um, but she had an opportunity uh, come up up here to teach at Marshall, uh-huh. and it's kind of a dream job, you know, just mm. like private school and this like you know art position that's just great. Yeah. And I'm thinking like, oh no, like I gotta find some work because I don't want to be the reason why she like can't go to Duluth. And we had been up here for vacationing and stuff. Like, yeah. This is a great spot. Yeah. So I um yeah, I did did some research and found Cirrus aircraft. Yeah. And it's like this is super cool. Like way cooler than making, <laughs> you know, doing this stuff I was doing there. So yeah, yeah. I'm like um yeah, I just uh, applied and we we got offers on the same day. Nice, so oh like, cool. It's meant to be. It's awesome. <laughs> and then and we yeah, got totally. up here. And we loved it. I mean, yeah. And when great. was that? You just did you say? So it was like 2018. 2018. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. About six years. Yeah. 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 Cool. Which has gone by so fast. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Cool. But yeah. Sweet. I. You guys out of questions. <laughs> <laughs> I always have more questions. My last question, Tom, is uh, in the. Um, in the same, I guess, uh, mindset of Duluth, you know, and that's a part of this podcast also running. What is your favorite Duluth running route? Oh, oh you already talked great... about this actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's definitely one of them yeah. is, uh, we call it the Epic Loop. Yeah. And it goes, you guys probably know, it's like DWP and then kind of through those tunnels up mm-hmm. Skyline. Yep. And mm-hmm. you can make it like, 
you can make it nine if you kind of cut back, but if you want, you can keep going like through um, spirit and then you can even go down to like the waterfront yep. and put that in. It's mm. so it's like a awesome, you know, long run yeah. loop. Uh, just great. Yeah. But I think I, I don't know if you can count this as Duluth, but one of the best runs I've done in this area anyway is like the Tedig like through Tedagooch yeah. <laughs> on that trail. Yeah. Just one and you could you probably could go like there and back, but we just went one way. It was like yeah. fifteen miles or whatever. Yeah. And you get like Baron Bean and like yeah. Mount yeah. Trudy and it's uh-huh. just it's epic. And then yeah. you end in like, you know, the river or whatever by that high falls. You yeah. Know, kinda, yeah. You yeah. Know, <laughs> that's probably that's probably my favorite. Yeah, that's nice. nice. <laughs> yeah. So nice. Sweet. <laughs> All right. Well, well, Tom, thank you so much for joining us. I think Anything else, Mike? No, no. Yeah. Yeah. Really cool. appreciate it. Yeah. I love being here and yeah, really glad we could get together. Wait, yeah. one last thing. So uh, for people who want to learn about Lake Effect, where oh. do they go? Where do they find information? How do they get in contact? <laughs> okay. yeah. That's a good question. The plug. Um, Shameless plug. <laughs> yes. um, so I was up feverishly trying to finish our website nice, because I knew that I might have a chance to do this plug. <laughs> oh, nice. So I must admit that... It it isn't it isn't done, but it is still a decent place you could go and like learn. I have some of the mains some of the screens done and things. So yeah, um, that is lakeeffect.run. Okay, cool. And, yeah, um, and then info at lakeeffect.com or sorry, info at lakeeffect.run is our like email email address send stuff too. So Perfect. but nice. and that's all on that site. So yeah, cool. Yeah. I'll Hopefully add it'll, it'll show keep notes. getting better. So. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll cool. check that out today, actually. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> LakeEffect.run. Check cool. it out, people. <laughs> Sweet. Thanks so much, yeah, Tom. Thanks, yeah, Tom. thanks, guys. <laughs>